Hey guys, welcome back to Do Better. We're your hosts, Maggie Hunter and Carrie Ann. And it's been a hot minute. I think we say that every episode. It's because you're not very good at planning things, sorry. No. But we took initiative and we're gonna make an episode today. Yeah. And it won't be about the Kardashians. No. Hopefully it'll be more about ourselves, I guess, because apparently that's more interesting than yeah. Kanye and Kim. And we've had a lot happen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm currently out of school on a little two-week breaky because I had a little fainting spell. You had two fainting spells. <laughs> I had two fainting spells that Carrie uh, witnessed personally in the cafeteria of Bucknell. Just <laughs> <laughs> a great, very uh, public humiliation type spot. <laughs> And they brought in the medics and the stretcher, and I was, like, over my dead body. Am I going to sit down on that? And then they didn't make me, um, and they ran my levels, and they were like, you have low iron, and I was like, yeah, that's why I fainted. And now I'm on a two-week break because we went to New York on Saturday, despite me being we went, we went. We went to two parties and New York back okay, to yeah, back. Okay, yeah, that too, but that makes it sound so bad. But it was no, like we thought you were fine. Like you seemed fine. We're all like, oh, like you like felt fine. You're like, yeah, like I'm good. Yeah. But then I didn't realize like Turns out I'm still concussed. <laughs> I um, also don't know anything about concussions. I don't either. Or how they work or like how they know if it's still there. I don't either. I thought that everyone was just like, I don't know. My thing is I'm so scared of being perceived as dramatic with medical issues because that was, like, a big thing in my childhood for me, I guess. I would, like, bake a lot of stuff to, like, get out of going to school or something. And so I'm always very scared of being perceived as dramatic. <laughs> so I, was, I, I didn't realize how bad concussions were until I kept trying to downplay it, being like, yeah, I have a concussion, but, like, it's no big deal. And people would be like, that doesn't sound like it's no big deal. And I was like, wait, it doesn't? Like, I didn't realize that they were, like... <laughs> but, like, yeah, now that it makes sense, it's brain damage, so... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's literal brain damage. It's, like, a light version of, like... like an football an linebacker yeah. drama. Yeah. That, like, if it, like, builds up, doesn't it, like, cause... Like, isn't that what happened to O.J. Simpson? Isn't that what people say? Whoa. That he had so many concussions as a football player so that, like, it affected... Yeah, well, that is, like, a thing. If you get, like, a ton of There's a movie about that. Yeah. With Will Smith. There are a bunch of... Yeah, there are a bunch of interesting movies and documentaries and stuff. I don't know what it's called again, but, yeah. No, it's, it's only, like, my first or second, so I'm okay. Yeah, no, the best part of it is that I didn't see you fall. Like, I never actually saw you faint. It was just every time I witnessed it, you're already on the ground. Already, like, <laughs> the first time. <laughs> I'm, like, making my little bison salad, and I'm, like, trying to get the dressing out of the container, and I just feel, I hear, like, crashing. <laughs> and then, like, water hit all the back of, like, my jeans. I was like, huh, also, important focus on this. We ate a fuck ton of sandwiches before this, so we were, like, not yeah. on this planet. So I was so out of it. And I turn around, and Maggie's just straight up lying on the ground, like, flat like this with her eyes open. And I was like, are you good? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. And you, like, got up. And I was like, okay, okay. And then... I, like, go back, and then, like, f not even 30 seconds later, 
I hear another crash. And then again, like, she's lying on the floor, and we're like, are you okay? Like, and then it's like this, we're like, are you okay? Like, are you good? And then, like, these two really nice people, like, helped us out and everything. Yeah, God bless them. <laughs> yeah, what what essentially happened is I was walking over to Carrie the first time to tell her that I was getting very lightheaded and I didn't have enough iron in my system. And then I thought it went away. And then I started having a panic attack because of it. And then I fainted because of a combination of that. And then the second time, I was getting up to crawl over to some chairs. <laughs> and I couldn't make it that far. The whole time, by the way, I was wearing a shirt of President John Fitzgerald <laughs> Kennedy smoking a joint while the medics are taking my blood sugar and shit. Yeah, that was a moment. Um, and now I feel very inarticulate. <laughs> it's okay. Um it was a moment. It was actually, yeah, it was great. Thank you to all the people who helped out. Thank you to... Thank you to the Yik Yakers yeah. who, one, one was very concerned and said, why is there an ambulance outside the ELC? And especially thank you to the one who responded, a bitch do be on the floor in the bison, though. Um, I'm so glad to have that type of notoriety associated with my name. Dude, when the stretcher came No! That was traumatic. And everyone sitting there eating, like, That was traumatic. And they had, like, the EKG machine. I was literally, like, okay, you guys can make me go to the hospital, fine, (laughs) but I will be walking to the ambulance. (laughs) I was like, you cannot put me in that thing. That is my one humble request right now. I know I'm not in a place to make requests, but no. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Oh my god. Yeah. It was just that was great. Post spring yeah, break. What a moment. Yeah. Speaking of spring break or like post spring break things. Oh yeah. I'm how was funny. your spring break? Oh, it was <laughs> this episode is making me sound like a witch. Um, I went home because my cat is dying, so I went to go spend time with her. But that was fun. Like, I got to see my baby girl. Pumpkin. Pumpkin, yeah. Pumpkin pie. Uh, But, yeah, it was fun otherwise. And I I got to eat good food. Good. Uh, You know, we're kind of not in the best spot in the country for, like, food. So (laughs) it was great to be home. But, yeah. You had an actually fun spring break, though. Yeah, I went to Toronto. Yeah, like, that's actually Yeah, but getting there was hell. Getting back was hell. Like... So getting there, I had to take a four-hour shuttle to Philly. So I left at 4 a.m., got there at, like, 8, and my flight wasn't until 1. So I was just sitting in Philly airport watching Quentin Review's Victoria Justice, and I still hadn't finished it because it's eight hours long. And then I got there. It was really fun. And then we had all these plans. So, like, I get there. First thing, we land. We go club. So we go to, like, the biggest club in Toronto. Like, they were opening for the first time in two years because of the pandemic. And they're like, we're doing New Year's, redo, redux, whatever the fuck. So we get there, and it's, like, huge. And everyone's, like, either, like, putting their stuff in the coat check or they're in the bathroom or, like, they're wherever. And then I was like, I'm going to go to the bar and, like, buy a shot, which is, like, $9. But they took Apple Pay. And the second I found out that they took Apple Pay, I went ham with it because I was like, oh, so easy, double tap. Anyways, I was at the bar. I was at the bar and I was probably I don't know who I was texting but then I was on like one of those like really tall tables you know what I mean that like oh yeah those cocktail ones yeah and then there was a candle 
and I hadn't I was so drunk oh. that I hadn't realized that my hair yeah. caught on fire like it caught on literal fire and the next thing I know there's people yelling and then this guy who worked there like tapping me on the head really aggressively to take it out how much caught on fire like like that like the whole chunk of my left thing but he took it out before oh. it could burn anything off but my hair had like matted together because of the heat and so oh I, didn't, but I didn't realize till after the fire was out that it was on fire he was just like your hair is on fire it was on fire and I was like oh what and then yeah and then the whole night I smelled like smoke so and my hair is also died for the gods so (laughs) all my friends were like you smell like smoke and I was like yeah my hair caught on fire oopsies that was fun and then everyone got their shit stolen not me though not me couldn't catch me slipping yep everyone lost their phones they lost their coats and it was negative 10 wind chill so like (laughs) you're screwed Canada lost their coats lost their phones lost their wallet ID um, insurance cards. Everyone lost everything. Um, it was great. And it was, like, really fun. It was a good week. I saw my friend. And then she got COVID. <laughs> yeah. Because things can't be normal. No. She got COVID, um, like, Thursday. She tested positive. And that was the day before we were going to go do St. No, on a Wednesday. Because St. Patrick's was on Thursday. Oh, and we yeah. had huge St. Patrick's plans. Like, we were going to go, like, on a bender. Like, And then she got COVID. I don't... I didn't get it. I don't know how. Um, we slept in the same room. We shared everything. I didn't get it. And then I had to leave the country as soon as I humanly could because I wasn't going to be able to leave if I had a positive test. Um, so then it was me on the phone with like Expedia, Air Canada, United, and American Airlines, like trying to change. Fighting for your life. Yeah. Trying, <laughs> like talking to like all these robots and they're like, how can we help you? I'm like, change flight ticket. And they're like, book ticket. I'm like, no. Um, yeah, because I had to change my flight. I had to change to the date I was flying in the airport I was flying into. Besides that, spring break was great. It was just yeah, cut a little chaos. Early. Yeah, I could have rested more. Yeah, but it was weird. It was coming back. It's like you leave and it feels like you've been gone for a year. No, I did not feel that. <laughs> I don't. My thing is my brain can't carpen- carp 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 mentalize compartmentalize compartmentalize that's the concussion right there it's the concussion we should the title of this episode should just be called the concussion the concussion the concussed the curse of the concussed um no yeah i can't compartmentalize the different like areas of my life if that makes sense like life in my hometown versus like life when i'm like in cape cod in the summer versus life here so Like, it all just bleeds together for me. Like, I came back to campus, and it felt like I'd taken a nap and woken (laughs) back up again. Like, same thing when I went home. Like, I woke up in my bed the next morning, and I was like, yeah, I live here. This is my day-to-day life. So Yeah, it's like a stop and then a start. It's like unpausing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was cool. But, yeah, yeah, then I got concussed. (laughs) Now I've been sleeping, like, a ton, which is lovely. Yeah. Um, we talk about the Met. So yeah. for our loyal fan base who keep up on us and saw our story, we got to see the painting that we originally wanted to make our cover art, like, a year ago. Yeah. And Maggie, like, we were on... I was in quarantine for, like... And Maggie was... I think you were in Cape Cod. And we were, like, just sitting. We are like, we should, like, make a cover. And you are like, I have the best idea ever. Yeah. And so she, like, sends me... <laughs> I picked, like, a, a Renoir painting called Two 
two young girls playing piano and I just put our faces on it and then like really ugly font saying do better and I sent it to her it was I remember it specifically because I was in Connecticut actually and I hadn't slept that night (laughs) and it was like 6 a.m. and I decided to go on a drive to see the sunrise and I was like sitting in the beach at my car like making this cover art with a Renoir painting which was at the Met that we got to see yeah so we're like we kind of like did our own things at the museum we like looked up the paintings and then she comes up and she goes Carrie the Renoir painting is in this museum we need to go find it and then yeah, we were like tracking it down, and we. It took so long. Like took that museum's so fucking big. I forgot about how big it was. The stairs. Yeah. Also, Maggie and I would be going up and down the stairs, and we stand on the corner of the staircase and start like smoking because we were like, "Oh my god!" Like, like we were like, like, no, and we could hear people. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Don't rat me out. Yeah. Ah. It was great. We saw a lot of families. We saw the painting. We took a picture with the painting. It was weird. I was like, huh. Like, that's a that's a weird little thing. Like, I would never thought I would ever see the painting in real life. Let I alone. kind of, my, maybe this is my hot take of the day. I kind of don't like Renoir, actually. So, I was kind of like, eh. Like, it was cool to see it in person because it was such a funny little backstory. But... <laughs> I was kind of, like, underwhelmed. Like, I'm just not his... He, he never really, like, takes me away. I don't know. <laughs> takes your breath away with his... Yeah. His art? Yeah. That's not really... Sorry. Sorry, August, but it's not really a thing. Yeah. Um, so we went to the museum. We got lunch. Yeah, we got to... Uh, we went to a place called Serafina in the meatpacking district. We met up with... Bella and Henry, who we hadn't seen in about 24 hours, so we needed to see them. Yeah, they were going to go see SNL. Yeah, lucky bastards. Yeah. Um, We could not, we were so lame, the four of us, we could not stop joking about Cacho e Pepe. (laughs) Like, this one audio from, like, we just kept saying it Yeah. at this Italian restaurant. There's a TikTok that's like... So if you haven't tried it, you're going to have to try the Trader Joe's Gacho e Pepe. <laughs> and so we were, like, sitting at, like, at this nice-ass Italian restaurant just every few seconds. Gacho e Pepe. Uh, we, none of us even ordered. Did anyone? No, Henry got Henry ordered it, yeah. And so we were just, like, saying it. And then we were, like, trying to read the menu. I completely botched whatever the fuck that I ordered. Like, I just did not say it correctly. Yeah, um, well, because it was one of the... Places where, like, they have the actual dishes. Yeah. Like and I'm rigatoni. not smart enough for that. So. And then we. Like a rigatoni. Rigatoni is so difficult for me to say. Yeah. And then we went shopping. Yeah. We went. <laughs> we went to the park. Oh, yeah. We went to the There park. was an era in which we just went to get bubble tea. We sat down for, like, I'd say, like, 20, 30 minutes. And all we talked about was how we didn't know what we're gonna do as adults and how we could not imagine very existential yeah like having to provide for ourselves and how like appliances are a lot more expensive than people lead it to be yeah because like damn i was like think of how much a mixer is or like like nice plates a coffee table a headboard like i think like yeah like let's talk about it and then we also i had a crisis because like 
some like 35 year old (laughs) dude came up to hit on me and my instinctual reaction was sorry i'm 17 and he he was actually like respectful like he just backed off and walked away and i was like cool but then i had a moment where i was like shit i'm like not believably 17 at all right now i was like i need a new excuse i was like that like combined with the conversation about post-graduation plans Bye. was too much for me. I was like, this is getting too real. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I... And then we went back. We went to Zara. Yeah. I got a skirt. Uh, listen. I'm hot take. Fan. I fuck with a skirt. Wore one for three years, but I think they're kind of kitschy. Like, I think that yeah. there's something... There's something, like, cute about it. Or, like... It's, it's so off-putting that it's, like, pudding, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? I, I, I get see. what you mean. I see it. I see the vision. To Zara. First of all, I didn't, like, Zara dresses, I did not realize, were, like, $50, $60. I thought... Yeah. I completely thought Zara was something more akin to, like, H&M. And then I was walking around the store, like, like oh, my God, like, these dresses are so cute. And it's like sixty five dollars. I was like, no. Yeah, you're not getting my money. That's why when I say that I like have a Zara problem, it actually is like kind of bad. Yeah, because it's not like. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. The, the biggest issue, of course, is fast fashion. But like, it's bad because it's not even like cheap financially, like affordable yeah. fast fashion. It's like no, it's. It's me spending a lot of money on a lot of dresses. Yeah, because... They're cute. Here's the thing. Cheap, fast fashion makes sense. Like, okay, fine. You can produce all of this really cheap and pollute the earth. What the fuck is up with expensive fast fashion? Like, that's that's the one thing that pisses me off about Zara. I'm like... You guys are... Use ethical practices, at least. Yeah. You're going to charge me 70 bucks for a dress. Use ethical practices. If I'm going to buy $70 or $60 on a dress, that dress better be, like, ethically made, like, GMO-friendly, organic. You know what I mean? But no, like, it's Zara. Like, I'm like, why are you in this price range when this is your brand? Like, I know... Obviously, this is, like, a big leap, I guess. But, like... Like, if I'm going to pay, like, 70 bucks for a dress, it's, like, I might as well pay, like, the 130 for Reformation because I know that it's guaranteed clean practices. And obviously, I'm not trying to dismiss the fact that 60 bucks is, like, it's not, like, an extra five bucks to save the earth. Like, it is a substantial chunk of change, I guess. But, like it would make me feel much better if I'm already going to spend a certain amount. Why not just spend more to make sure that I feel ethical about what I'm wearing? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure there's $60 dresses out there that are better quality and more ethically made than, like, a Zara. You know what I oh, mean? absolutely, yeah. And, like, I'm like, your quality is not, like, yeah. the, your quality is not $60. So what is the point of it being $60? Also, I know that this was, like, made... This is facts. This was, like, made in a factory with, like, suicide nets outside the windows. Like, come on. You know what I mean? It's just, like... That's why, like, the whole time I was just, like, why is this $60? Like, why not make it cheaper? Or I don't know. Or, like, make it higher quality. Break-even. Like, a break-even point. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it, yeah, I think that's the other thing. Like, it's sixty dollars too for like low quality dresses. <laughs> Literally, like they're not well made. Like, why are Zara heels fifty dollars? I is, never buy shoes from Zara. Like, like I was looking at like the prices of everything, and I was like, this is not a store Where that they sells can, fifty dollar yeah. heels and a sixty dollar silk green dress. Like, I was just like. Yeah. It was a bit too much. I was yeah. like, I think I could get a better deal, a better break-even point, whatever yeah. it's called. They do, though, the thing that I do, because I have a very kind of basic sense of style, I think, is I just buy the, like, basic white tanks and shirts and stuff. Very good for that. Those are, like, reasonably priced, higher quality. Anything else, though, in there, I'm kind of a bit more like, hmm, no, no, no. So, Yeah, yeah. Like, strangely enough, a lot of my tops from H&M that I bought, let's say when I was in, like, when I was, like, 14, I still wear them now. I don't know how they're still holding up, but they are. Like, that, honestly, is kind of a steal, in my opinion, because I'm like, huh, like, I bought this top for, like, 10 bucks, and I've been wearing it for the past almost five six years yeah I, that's a moment i like that and maybe and that is a moment. maybe the zara dress would have lasted me five six years but also it's like ten dollars for five six years or 60 for five six years yeah. i'm like mm. but yeah, yeah so then we went to zara and then we then we went back on the bus back on the bus and it didn't leave for like 20 minutes yeah because <laughs> we were running late because People were late. No, it wasn't us. We we got there right on time. time. Yeah. Some dude caught a cab from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, I don't I don't know, poor kid. He held us all up. And then the when he came the bus driver was using the facilities so he got stuck outside the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we've been waiting 20 minutes. minutes and this kid finally shows up and we can leave and we can't he can't get in and we can't leave because the bus driver was in the bathroom yeah um so. our maggie pointed this out but our art history professor is so wholesome like he was playing chess on his phone yeah well i, I thought he was watching like a movie or a show or something on netflix he He's downloaded my favorite person no he was art. sitting there playing chess on his phone app with his little airpod pros in um, so wholesome. I wonder what he was listening to. What do you think he listens to? I think, like, the Mountain Goats. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He's a big Mountain Goats fan. Belle and Sebastian. Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith. Maybe I'm just projecting myself onto him, but Elliot Smith for sure, I think. I, I like that. He, yeah, I wonder what he was like when he was in college. You know what I mean? Like what his tastes and niche niches were. Whatever. I think he was just the same. Like, <laughs> I don't see him being any different. Do you think he was one of those people that like, you know, these people who always just like act older than they are? Yeah, and they he, was, seem he it. was one of those people. He's sure. been that way and looked that way, dressed that way. Yeah, since, since he was fourteen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's his life story there. Yeah, and then it was a long bus ride back, and we got back. Um. Yeah, it was pretty dark. My phone was literally on like sixteen percent by the by the time we got on the bus yeah. to leave, and it and I doubted the fact that it'd last me the ride, but it did. Strangely enough, yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It made it. The survivor. 
I'm not gonna give up. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Also, I think it's Bridgerton time. You're gonna. Ca- I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like, oh, like I was like running through the sequ- like sequence of events. Yeah. I'm like we got back and like Bridgerton. Bridgerton. So. Now Bridgerton season two came out a few weeks ago, so we'd already seen it. Yeah. But Sunday we got our buddy into it, and. It's just, we missed the boat to talk about it a few weeks ago, so we have to talk about it now, I think. And it was a pretty solid season, too. Like, I think it's a really good second season to follow up the first season. We were talking about, we were joking yesterday while watching it, because he got up to season two. (laughs) And we were joking, like, this feels like a season two. Like... It has, like, it's so corny, but it has the, like, oh, my God, we're back. Yeah. I feel, like, let's get back into it. Yeah. Our beloved characters, like, Like, the first season, stuff. rewatching it, I'm like, damn, like, this does look like a season one. Yeah. It's, like, they, like, fully don't have the style, like, like down pat yet. They, like, the hair, the makeup, the clothes. And then you watch the second season, there's, like, a gleam over it. The actors are back. They, like, fix their hair. They, like, knows what works and what doesn't. And this is what me and Maggie agreed on is that any show that's like long running or any show that surpasses let's say four seasons the second and third are usually the best in terms yeah. of writing characters production everything and it's because they're fleshing it out so you're like in the moment of them like doing that and then also they know what worked the first season well and they drop what didn't the first the set yeah they dropped what didn't sorry I like can't speak English <laughs> but then it gets stale if you have not good writers, it gets stale, or creators, it gets mm-hmm. stale, because they, they overuse... themselves of plot lines. Yeah, or they overdo what was good about it, so there's too much of a good thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the second season was great, and I think it's also because I didn't like the second season of Euphoria, and so yeah. watching a second season that was that genuinely... Was yeah, good, was, like, refreshing, and, yeah, it was so good. Like, I don't even... I, I don't even know how to articulate why I liked it properly, but it was just so good. Like, Maggie and I binged it, I think, during one Sunday yeah, afternoon. Yeah, we binged it in one day. The we day watched that it... all of it. Yeah. And it was great. Like, we got Duncan, we sat down, and that was the only thing we cared about and talked about for that period. And I honestly would <laughs> do anything to go back to it. Yeah. So, Bridgerton was great. Loved it, ate it up. It was a lot of tension. It was a lot of build up. It was more build up than the first season. Yeah, I found. See, I'm, I'm a <laughs> second question. Fuck, I'm a impatient. Impatient. There you go. I'm an it's impatient bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an impatient bitch. So, um, I did like it, but yeah, too much build up in my opinion. I wanted them to get to it. I wanted more suspense. Because, again, we just rewatched season one, and I really liked that. Like, I liked how it was clear that they liked each other from the beginning. Yeah. And I get that that's not the point of enemies to lovers, but that's still what I'm a fan of. Yeah. I eat up enemies to lovers. I love it. I love a slow burn. I love an angst. It's just, I wish that they had more episodes for them to show them when they're actually together. Yeah, exactly. Because I thought, like, the buildup was good. I just wish they had more episodes to show 
like them together happy, if that makes sense. Because it's only in like really the last episode you see her become the Viscountess. And that's only in like the last scene, yeah. too. Like it's not fair. Like that's that's my thing. Like yeah. I think that I don't think it needed to be as passionate up front as Daphne and Simon was because that the whole point was for them to be passionate the whole time. But I think following the same narrative arc where like around episode five, they're together. Like I think that at least makes sense. Maybe episode six. Yeah. But like it just seemed weird that they spent so long building up and then kind of tacked on a happy ending to me. I get it. But that's just my opinion. So it's just yeah, this is our opinions. Don't get mad at us. This is not like a like a political stage. Yeah. Yeah, let's get political. We don't like Penelope. So Fuck Penelope. Penelope Featherington. She's the most annoying little twat. She's so annoying. I don't know a single person who likes her. But like but also I feel like she's the type of character that people would like resonate with and like passionately stand yeah, her. Like she's I'm sure there are people. Yeah. Like she's the type of person she that like That's passionate to think supporters. About. And then they try to gaslight you into liking her and then like attack you as a bad person or like these things because you don't like her. I'm like, yeah, like she's terrible. Like Penelope fans to me, they give off like a person who's like just be yourself and like <laughs> makes paintings with like super bright yellows and pinks and greens that say like just be yourself and like yeah like has kind of kind of i'm picturing people <laughs> this is again maybe another hot take but i'm picturing penelope fans and like jessica day fans like the venn diagram is a circle it's giving millennial like it's giving millennial, I'm quirky, I'm different, yeah. I'm sunshine, like I'm so nice, I'm so perfect. <laughs> but they're like annoying. They're the type of people who like take BuzzFeed quizzes super seriously. Yeah, like they think that their results dictate them as a person. And they're like, God damn it, Chris Pine is not the Hollywood Chris I deserve. Yeah, I wanted Evans. Yeah, like it's like a, like of course you'd want to be an Evans, but you're not even a Pine. You're Pratt. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It gives like very that energy. Sorry, we like, just spilled water. It's okay. It happens. Oh, nothing spilled though. Oh, see the gods are looking out for us. Yeah, because you know why? Not the audio gods though. We're well aware that the audio on this is terrible right now. I'm so sorry. I'm concussed. Yeah, give us I a slack. I can't deal with it. Give us some slack. Yeah, but Penelope is annoying. And this is a spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched, finished Bridgerton, like the first season of Bridgerton. That's on you at this point. Yeah, like get into it. It's whatever. been a year. Just say like come yeah. up your ears. Her being Lady Featherington. No, Whistledown. <laughs> I also call her Lady Whis- Win- Wimbledon. Because I think Whistledown is so hard to remember and say for some... Like I it ca- kind of is. I kept calling her Wimbledon. Anyways, Lady Whistledown. I like that it's her. I think narratively it's interesting. But, like, on a personal level, I Fuck just... Penelope. I hate her because she is Whistledown. She's a sellout. Yeah, like, it's the, it's the type of thing that... You know what, actually? I think it... I think it narratively makes sense for her to be Lady Whistledown. Yeah. But... I don't think it narratively makes sense that she's the most annoying fucking prick in the planet. Because if they'd made her a likable character, then it would have still had the rationale of of 
why she's Lady Whistledown, but it also kind of would have been a bit, like, upsetting. Like, no, like, I wanted more from you. Instead of it's just like, great, that's another fucking reason to hate yeah. her. Like, here's... I guess this is my hot take, too, about Penelope. I, I don't think that she's done anything that warrants my hate for her. Like, her actions in itself is not why I don't like her. I just don't like her, because I just don't like her. Like, people might yeah. not like her for outing Miss Thompson for being pregnant, but, like, honestly, she's looking out for someone that is a family friend of someone that she secretly is in love with. She's been in love with. But also, you know, she was trying to do the the right thing. But also, I just don't like her. Like, I just think that she's so aggravated and maybe it is the fact that this season she became awful like selling out like and i get that she was trying to protect yeah. eloise but why couldn't she just tell eloise like in the first place like you know what i mean yeah like i don't think eloise would have like told on her or like if anything i, would, I think eloise would have been for it i think she would have helped her out yeah supported her but she like dug her own grave ended up in a corner and then she had to like get out of the corner but by doing it she fucked over her best friend yeah like that's fucked up and that's my whole theory with <laughs> i have a theory that there is sometimes like the vengeful best friend dynamic and i think that penelope falls into that category and that's why i hate her i think that she's jealous <laughs> of Eloise for, like, coming from, like, a higher-up family, for, like, getting what she wants, for having the choice to not have to get married, for, like, not having to wear yellow all the time, because for some <laughs> reason that's a big fucking thing for Penelope. Like, I think that she's jealous of Eloise. And so I think that there is a part of her that even before she, like, sold out her best friend, that at least just liked the prospect of having something to herself that Eloise didn't and, like, having her own interesting inner life that she wasn't involving her best friend in. Like, I still think that there was some type of revenge dynamic in her brain, which is why I also just still despise her. Like... Yeah. And I know... She's tearing down other women. Yeah. Like, baby girl, stop. And I know that in the books, Colin and Penelope get together. Ugh. And I get that also in the book, she's also Lady Whistledown. But how the fuck are they going to make that possible if her future sister-in-law and ex-best friend knows it, who she is and hates her? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I hope? I hope that she gets married to Colin. <laughs> she's like, wow, my dream life finally keeps running Lady Whistledown, gets exposed, he divorces her. It's just like the most heartbreaking, <laughs> terrible thing that's ever happened to her. That's what I hope. It's what she deserves. Oh, we, like, hate her. Yeah, like, we, I want her to get her happiness for a little bit, just so that it's all the worse when it gets snatched yeah, away. Yeah, because you know you actually tasted it, you know? Yeah, you were so close, but you'll never have it. Like, that's what I want for her. Here's a... Yeah. That's so harsh, but I don't take it back. I, th I stand by it. Yeah, and another trife that me and Maggie have is that we think that Benedict... Um, Bridgerton should be gay. He should be gay. Eloise should at least be bi, too. What? Like, why did they introduce a whole weird plot line where he's, like, interested in this fellow artist comrade and then not have them fuck? Yeah. 
or because the whole thing it made it seem like he was gonna explore. That's yeah, Benedict's he was, thing. He Ex- was gonna discover his sexuality. Yeah, discovers love for art, music, yeah, the, the hedonistic lifestyle, and also his sexuality outside of the Bridgertons because it's yeah. rigid. And he completely abandoned. Also, his friend was not even in the second season. Where's I don't even know his yeah, name. Yeah, he's gone. Justice for Benedict's friend, but. Yeah, but we love Benedict. And I did really love the scene where he took, like, a bunch of shrooms and then was painting. Because I saw him take all those shrooms, and I turned to Carrie, and I was like, creativity burst, he better make some good art with that. And then they cut to him, like, 12 hours later in Bridgerton land, like, face melting off, just finger painting, giant globs of oil paint. Like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I want to do an analysis on Benedict. I want him to make more artwork and then do an analysis of whether or not he actually is a good artist or, if, like, yeah. the world of Bridgerton, because it's about the Bridgerton family, you know? They just it's about, boast like, him. Yeah, they, like, boast him up in the show. It's like, he's great. But is he actually? I don't think he is, actually. <laughs> I sincerely doubt it, actually. But I do want to see more of his silly little paintings so that we can discuss, but... Yeah, like, I don't even want him to fall in love. Like, I just want an entire season of him, like, just doing art and yeah. fucking around and being... Well, because if he falls in love, it's going to be with a woman, and that's going to feel wrong. So... I'd actually be so mad. Like, that's, like, not... Like, of course, I guess yeah. I don't know how they treat homosexuality in the world of Bridgerton. Like, yeah, they haven't sure, really they haven't established those anything. Rules, so, like, I don't think... Like, I don't know the how, like, maybe be, like, turned into a cliche storyline of, like, the two gay men that can't be together, and it's, like, tragic. But, like, it's Bridgerton. Like, they want to keep shit lighthearted, you know? Like, they yeah. want to make it fun. Because we're literally talking about, like, how they <laughs> use race in the show. And literally, like, I'm sorry. If I'm watching Bridgerton, I get the fact the show is a form of liberal escapism. That's what people have said about the show. Because, you know, they, like, have POC actors, but they don't, like, really delve into how that was possible in that world but honestly I just like like I'm watching the show and I'm not thinking about that for some reason like yeah. I'm thinking about is Daphne and the Duke gonna fuck like yeah like, and what? people who are upset about that it's like why do you want racism so bad in your escapist shows <laughs> Why is racism not what you're trying to escape, even if you're not personally witnessing it yourself? Like, (laughs) you're telling me that in your fantasy universe, the world that you can create from your own wildest dreams, you want racism to exist? (laughs) That's a you problem. That is not a Shonda Rhimes problem. Shonda actually gave us a gift yeah and i get the i think that the only thing i don't like about it is the fact that in the first season when they're talking about how basically like love fixed it because oh yeah yeah yeah. the king was white and that fixed all of racism in bridgerton this is what i mean when i say that they shouldn't that's messed i don't think like i don't think they should have addressed it at all just let them be black and wear ball gowns like they should have just like this is bridgerton it's in the regency period it's not historically accurate they don't like they either should have gone it all the way of like actually creating a storyline that like discusses race or they should have just not yeah at all but they kind of did halfway for both things and i think that's yeah. what irks people because yeah. like why would you put in a story like love conquers all no it doesn't 
but that's the only trife I have with it. But honestly, like the fact that I'm sitting there and I see a fucking little Asian bitch and she has a pretty dress yeah. and she's at a ball and she's like nobility because like, you know, it's the whole wedding season, whatever. That's fucking cool. Like, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think it's fun. Another analysis I was talking to this with Maggie was it was like this video I was talking about like the black love interests or like the POC mm-hmm. love of interests of how most shows or sitcoms they'll always have like a person of color that's like the thing getting in the way of like the actual yeah. love interest getting together. So it's like friends, um I can't think of another example right now. It's all the boys of love before. Yeah, it's sex the in the city. Booze. It's always there. But then with Bridgerton, they use that as one of the examples where it didn't, and they flipped the script because Daphne got with Simon and not the prince. Yeah. But honestly, that who the cool. fuck? I get the the fact the prince is a prince, but also he was kind of weird. Like he was, boring he was kind of weird, too. and he wasn't hot. Like Simon yeah. was hot, and he was Cormac McLaggen or whatever from <laughs> Harry Potter. Like that is the reddest flag. Yeah. Yeah. But. It was just interesting to watch it because I was like, huh, like this show. And it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. We watched it all in one day. Yeah. And I think they're getting, what I really liked about the second season is how the Sharma sisters, so Edwina and their Kate. mother Mary and Kate. I'll say, I'll say one quarrel that I have with it is how are you going to have Edwina Sharma and then Kate? Like, that's such a boring name. Yeah. Like, I think it was on purpose. Like because it was probably to make her seem more like yeah, because Kate not was, like other girls. Yeah, because Kate's technically not of any oh, connection. Oh, true. She was you're right. The oh. stepdaughter. Oh my god. Oh yeah, you're good right. on them. You're right. Big brain writing. But what I liked about the Sharmas is that how they is how they integrated, I guess like their Indian culture into the characters, mm-hmm. like into their clothes, their jewels, their wedding ceremonies, and I was like, oh, that's a really cool thing of Bridgerton to do because mm-hmm. like I said they're not like they're still able to integrate those things in like a really unique way without making it like over your head annoying if that makes sense like they're not like see like we which is I think a lot of shows and movies do they make it like look we casted this these people and we're gonna put this storyline into it and it's so blatant yeah but Bridgerton I think did it really well even like the names that they call each other and everything and all the foreshadowing, like they used it to the advantage of the writing and the yeah. story. And it was really cool to watch it. Like I remember like watching like Edwina like and prepare to marry. And we were like, oh like that's so cool. It's like yeah. the three of them sitting in a circle and like getting With the ready. baths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah no, but, it was fun. Yeah. Bridgerton, great time. Thank you, Shonda. Um Shonda Rhymes. Should we do Bridgerton Big Three? Yeah. Okay. Bridgerton Big Three. There's a lot of characters, so I think this might be really fun. Yeah. I'm already struggling off the bat. Yeah, this is hard. I I, I could see you as, like, an Eloise, like, moon. I was going to say Eloise rising. Or, yeah, even a rising. And then I could also I see you as, like, a... Daphne's son. Maybe. I think you would be a... Yeah, I think you'd be a Daphne's son. An Eloise rising, and then a my emotional center. <laughs> tell me, tell me why I was gonna say Benedict. I don't know. No, wait. I was gonna say Benedict Moon last night when I was thinking about this. Yeah, I think I'm a Benedict Moon. Yeah. Yeah, I think that works for me. I, I'm a triple Bridgerton. Yeah. <laughs> You're a triple bridge. Yeah, triple bridge. 
with it was wait for a final for a final score, Daphne Sun, Eloise Rising, Benedict Moon. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. What do you think? I fuck with it. I think I'm a. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You know the fucking French lady who makes the dresses? I'm her Delacroix. moon. Yeah, Delacroix. I'm a Delacroix moon. I don't know why. No, I get that. Yeah, because we're also... Oh my god, such a sidetrack, but literally when Maggie and I are talking about Bridgerton, we're like, yeah, sorry I like the idea that we could exist in this world, not even yeah. as nobility, but just like having a little shop, you know what yeah. I mean, and like making hats and cookies. Well, and because my thing is that like... I'm very, very cognizant of the fact that I am, like, white in appearance. So, like, I'm aware of the fact that I could be cast in any Regent Sierra-type project, not just Bridgerton. But would I be allowed to exist? No, my father is black. Like, that would not be a thing. So, yeah, we were talking about that, how... How, like, it's even escapist for me, even though I watch Pride and Prejudice and I know that, like, my face could fit into those scenes. It's nice to know that in Bridgerton, like, not just my face, but my actual, like, family background and culture would, like, be allowed to exist. So, yeah, like, I could be Madame Delacroix running the Modiste. Yeah, why not? Fake French accent. Okay, I think Anyways, I need yeah. I think I'm a okay, maybe I'm not a Delacroix Moon. I think that I'm a Kate Sun. I'm a Kate Sun. I'm a I'm a Colin Bridgerton rising. because <laughs> um, he's the bitch that went abroad. Yeah. And won't shut the fuck when up I about was it. In Greece. Actually, yeah, in Mykonos. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm a Colin rising, and then I think that I am a Lady Dan. Lady <laughs> Queen of England. Yeah, I'm her moon. The Queen, queen of England. Yeah, queen. yeah, queen England moon. That's such a fucking random group. That's a good grouping, though. Yeah, Kate, Sun, Colin Bridgerton rising, and the Queen of England moon. Yeah, I think that's a good, good grouping. Yeah, there. It's a good show. I'm excited for the third season. Oh, and we're both the leading ladies for our sons. Period. For, good for us. Look at us. And oh, we end yeah. up happy. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully our own lives will follow in suit. Yeah, hopefully you'll find your Duke and I'll find my Viscount. Ew, the that's fuck. so corny. I hate that. It's Bridgerton, baby. It's Bridgerton. Yeah, we gotta be... You have to get over the embarrassment from watching the yeah, show. Yeah, I said this and I'll say it again. The only reason Bridgerton is good is because of the amount of money that is behind this show. Yeah. Like, if this show was on, like had half the budget and it was on like any other network it would be absolutely trash yeah but the amount of money that netflix has poured into this show yeah like that's the good actors and the fact that they're fine with it being stupid yeah i'm sorry the musical renditions of yeah pop, that is so uh, like they played a wrecking ball and it completely took they me. did sign of the times for the wedding scene and they also did first um, of all that song is about childbirth ma second of all Harry Styles in my Regency era, you know what? Ridiculous, and I'll take it. They also play You Ought to Know. Yeah, that's that a lot of more set. Oh, was, they I have their moments. That. The green screens are sometimes bad, but hey. Usually bad. It's a good show. It's yeah. literally good. I That's my theory on it. Mine too. It's. Yeah, it's a good time. Anyway, sorry this episode was kind of shorter. My brain feels like scrambled eggs. It's kind of so. all over the place, but. If you haven't gotten into it, watch Bridgerton. Tell us what you think. 
tell us what you no don't tell us we don't care um (laughs) way to alienate the audience okay no she's right though sorry yeah this we're clearly we only care about ourselves um yeah no one else matters yeah no think um oh oh the whole session. <laughs> Lucas made an appearance for the end of the episode. So, say hi. What's up? I'm Lucas. You guys are going for an hour and 48. Jeez. No, it's just 48. Yeah. So oh, okay. we were just signing off. So yeah. perfect timing. Anyways, Again, thank you for listening. Stay, stay beautiful. Stay safe. Have a good one. Bye.